This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. From your workout playlist to your social media feed, personal's the way to go. And if personal leads to an affordable price, even better. With the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you get the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you and a policy that helps cover what's most important to you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm Personal Price Plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary.
The Premier League is back, and we've got it all covered here on Leicester Till I Die TV. Subscribe. Don't worry, Burnley. One day we will include you on that last bit where somebody's lifting the trophy. Not sure what trophy it will be, but we'll be on. Good evening, everybody. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. How the devil are we all? Uh, on Twitter, at Leicester TID. On Facebook, Leicester Till I Die, the group. And on uh, YouTube, if you're on there, Leicester Till I Die TV. Uh, and if you're not on YouTube, please nip over there and uh, and watch us there. And subscribe to us. We We've been going now just oh, literally a few days over a year. And we're at something like 902, 903 subs, which is amazing. I never, ever thought I'd get to that. But we're trying to get to the 1,000. So if you can get over onto YouTube, tweet me knobs, push me buttons, do whatever you need to do just to subscribe, follow, like, and all that, I would be forever, ever grateful. Um, gonna say a quick a couple of quick hellos. Um, uh, all, all around the world here. Uh, Vikram, uh, Leicester City fan from Canada. Good day to you, sir. I say, sir, I'm presuming there you could be a madam. Let me know. Welcome to you. Um, Aaron John, a new subscriber from India. Um, Vestergaard almost done. I know we're so excited about that. I'll tell you. Uh, and there's other news as well, which we're going to touch on and Hayden Whittle thanks for joining us good evening how the devil are you talking about tweaking me knobs this guy he, he he said the other day that we get on really well and we've got a little bit of a bromance going here I'm gonna be honest with you, it's just that he's always available but let's bring him in and say hello to Dan from Turf House TV Dan how the devil are you I'm all right mate I'm all right it is I think you've hit the nail on the head there Chris I tried to make <laughs> myself available for anyone but uh, you, you especially. What can I say? What can I say? I feel like a, I'm being drawn back to Burnley. Drawn back to Burnley. Ba- basically, I'm just missing a father figure in my life, mate. So that's what I'm. That's, what I'm... <laughs> that's why I'm here. I tell you what, if you were one of my kids, I'd have had you adopted. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I what apologize. my actual dad said. <laughs> not drown you at birth you know? no it just threw me out at window yeah um your dad's not michael jackson is he <laughs> no 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 <laughs> not that B-com, i know of Bcom says uh i'm a sir well then in that case good evening sir um david s busy you are God, well if i didn't do this i'd have to go out and get myself a new wife yeah, I think I'll stick at doing this, I'll tell you. You don't have to go out to get them. You can buy them online now, Chris. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <normally you're laughs> <wrong. laughs> Chris's history is riddled. Chris's history is riddled. Normally Kate, which is your good lady, is watching. And I, I don't <laughs> want to say anything that uh, might cause any trouble in the older, more house household there. Facebook user, hi. Again, stick your name on the end if you're coming up as Facebook user. I can just be a little more personal then. Um, Rob, <laughs> no raises in the cupboard, mate. What do you mean? I, I'm going for the Jesus look. This is what it is, you know. I'm that lazy. I can't even be bothered to that. And Andrew, good evening, Andrew. Uh, you like the grandfather you never had. <laughs> Honestly, pick on me, is it? Look, anyway, talking about picking on people, I apologise because I had you on the other day and I never gave you a chance to give out 
and shout out your channels. And I felt really, really bad. I always try and put the details of everybody that comes on, all the links to the YouTubes in the description below, and it is. But please go ahead and give uh, give a shout out to uh, to your channels. Where can people find you, Dan? Uh, they can find me on here more than my own channel, if I'm honest with you. Um, but yeah, do do obviously subscribe to Chris. He does put a lot of time and effort in. And for a man of his age and technology, you should be astounded about what this man can achieve. So do go ahead, subscribe to his channel and show him some love. As you say, he deserves the 1K, so get him there. Uh, other than that, yeah, um, follow us at Turf More House, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and delving into a little bit of spotify when i can be bothered uploading <laughs> mate i showed you talking about hey, being a father i showed you how to upload to spotify it's not my yeah, fault he did he did. You know. did i'm rather back and taught me how to swim you did all right chris <laughs> that was my biggest mistake teaching you how to swim <laughs> <laughs> Can I apologise in advance? I've got a really bad cough and cold coming on. Uh, I'm sat here, and don't please don't read anything into the fact that I've got a box of tissues next to my computer. It's just there for my, for my runny nose. And, of course, uh, you, you've got to have the older proverbial man flu lozenges, haven't you? You know. The, oh, of course you do. Yeah. The worrying thing is that my son's girlfriend, she's called Lauren, but her nickname, she's called Loza. I'm not sure whether I should be putting those in my mouth or not. I, I think there's so much, <laughs> so, so much wrong with that. But hey, I've got a secret. Do you know, and not a lot of people know this because it's not really been breaking news yet, but Lukaku signed for Chelsea again. No. Yes, I just thought I'd share Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I wish Sky would have, have mentioned it. Oh. I know. Yeah, They've been messy this and messy that. Christ, where's this Lukaku news come from? I don't know. I honestly, you know, it's like, and do you know United have signed Sancho? Really? Yes. Oh, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think you know, Sky had any bias at all, would you? Oh, but, Christ. You know. <laughs> Andrew, I'm going to give you a point back. You can also find Dan with his head in his hands with Leicester 4 0 up. <laughs> Andrew, I I'm still pissed you. off. I'm still pissed off with Leicester for Johnny Evans dropping like a sack of shit. I'll never, I'll never. Uh, let it go. That'll mate. always let be it annoying. Let it, let it, excuse me. Let it go. Let it go. I can just say, <laughs> if you hear any interference on the show tonight, Dan has had a curry. And those of you that know Dan very well know that even if he has a fizzy Coke, he has trouble keeping wind down. And I'm just a bit worried now he's had the curry that it might be coming out the other end. Just, I'm uh... going to try and time it with every time you cough. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just don't follow through don't follow through but <laughs> seriously i've got i've got i mean obviously breaking news which broke yesterday vestergaard uh he's actually at leicester at the moment uh doing all these bits and bobs hopefully he's somebody's given him a pen to sign brilliant signing you know i mean to me very quickly because we did touch on it yesterday dan but for a club and i know we've been looking at vestergaard for a while but to look at it and go we're in the shit. Fafana's injured. Evans is, you know, he's getting a bit older. He's injured. We need somebody quickly. Let's. And they, they went out. They made an offer that they knew would hope, you know, be accepted. Sign. That's the way to do business, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. And and touching on yesterday, what you said, you know, you can understand why if if he'd have brought Gary Cahill in as a, mm. as a stopgap signing, it you know yeah. it, that would have been understandable. But he's also brought somebody in that he thinks can work. You know, that will work well. 
There's, yeah. He's obviously done his research. You know, again, going back to that Rob Tanner interview that you had, he said about how Leicester, the, you know, with the Pats and Dacca deal, he was so surprised when he came in that they knew everything about him, not just from a football, yeah. you know, background, but from his personal background. And they do that sort of, you know, history behind the player. So, yeah, it, it's a good astute signing for you guys. I think he'll slot in perfectly fine, uh, do pretty well. Um, and your gain is Southampton's downfall. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you look at the fact that you're going to have two of the back four have played together for four or five years, or whatever it is, um, and then also you've got uh, one of your central defenders and the goalkeeper behind him play, play for the same national team. Yeah, it can only board well, can't it? There's, yeah, it can. there's no other way of looking at it. it it's no. it's positive signs all round. As as and speaking of all round, Chris, I'm sure there's other news of something else. There is. Um, you, funny you should mention that. Can I just say, by the way, tomorrow night, Friday night, I'm back again, eight thirty. Uh, we're doing the preview show at seven. Uh, me and Craig looking ahead to the Wolves game. Dan has a night off tomorrow from this channel. Hey. <laughs> yeah. But eight thirty tomorrow night, I'm interviewing Jack for Match Vlogs uh, TV, which is the Southampton channel, and we're going to have a, a, a real good talk about uh, Yannick Vestergaard. So that'd be really good because, of course, nobody knows him better than a Southampton fan. So we, we've we've got him coming on. But yes, the other news is is if you nip down to Boots and you're looking for foot spa, you'll find it in uh, you'll find it in Leicester. I mean, here we go. What you know? I mean, we've seen these pictures before, uh, but from the outside, that looks bloody amazing. It's our new stadium. Which, if it gets the go ahead, public consultations have started today. My God, I mean, it, it, it's it's Wembley like, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, I was just going to say it's got elements of Wembley, it's got elements mm. of Spurs' new stadium. I think the roofing bit above sort of has a bit of an Allianz Arena look to it as well. Yes. You've, you've sort yeah. of pick, picked a bit of some decent modern stadiums th and not thrown it together. You've obviously put it together in a way that, you know, you're thinking, you know what, sod it, you think that's nice, you think that's nice, well, we'll have a bit of yours, a bit of yours, a bit of yes. yours. Yeah. And you know what? It can only board well. I think you've got a decent position for... I'm guessing you'll be building on the same site as this current stadium. Yeah, it's just basically, it's just expanding. And if you just bear with me and make the most of watching this, because I have a feeling that when this goes out, that YouTube may, uh, may make me uh, blur it out later on. But uh, let me just see if I can just line this up. This is what it's going to look like. I'm going to be honest with you, mate. I'm sat here with a hard on. I mean, the thing is, how good does that all look? It, it looks good because obviously they're not just doing that stand, they're obviously doing yeah. other things, you know, yeah. on the outside as well. So they're also, yeah. it's not just that, they, they'll be creating jobs. Okay, fair enough. It's going to be one stand attached to the rest of, you know, um, the King Power at the moment. 
But, yes. you know, in the long run, you know, there's going to be more to that than that, surely. I don't think it will stay as it is. You know, the... Depends. Depends how well I suppose Leicester do. But as I was looking on the King Power Stadium, because they, they own hotels and, and shopping centres as well as the duty-free, and they don't, they don't build a normal structure anywhere at all. Um, you know, it, it, I'm just laughing at what your what your missus has said. Um, I'll bring it up in a second. You know, they do like going for that little bit difference. And to be honest with you, when this first was muted, and I saw that picture, and I'm thinking like, no, it just doesn't look right. But when you see it there with on the video and everything, it's like, my God, you know, it, it's just because they bought, they've, you know, they bought all the land sort of to, to 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 the east of the stadium, and they've got all these plans and. It, it, it's scary about you know just just don't go and get relegated, Leicester. No, I can't see it happening, Chris. You're a club that's got you know a club that's on the up, a club that's got uh, everything happening that's exciting behind it. That's why we said the other day everybody looks at Leicester and is envious of what they've got, the togetherness, the the belief, the fact that they they're not that that they're building, they're not just bought like a certain blue other blue team from. From the Manchester area, mm. you know, um, you're building a legacy. You're not buying a legacy, and I think that's that's what a lot of fans are loving. Um, yeah. She's right. She's right. <laughs> Kate. <laughs> she's right. She she's spot on. To be fair, we've put a sign outside Turf Moor, and it's supposed to say "Welcome to Turf Moor." After the rain against Cadiz, it ended up saying yeah. "Welcome to the Tur." The <laughs> Earth Moor went off. They've They've repainted the word turf, <laughs> and that's it. So it now says "Welcome to Welcome to Turf." Like, take the O off and just put an apostrophe so it sounds northern. Welcome to Turf. Well, you know, I say, why you're not, not? Get into uh, in, into the gardening business? Are you at all? <laughs> no, God knows. I, I, it's 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 silly. It is silly. Yeah, but hey, you know we're. What what I you know and I, and I think a lot of sort of fans from the bigger clubs don't get it is I mean if this was say the same thing happening to Burnley we've been there we've been down in the depths and we've struggled and we've gone out of business I say twice and to to be supporting Leicester at the moment and I'm not trying to rub anything in but it's just we're living the dream there's no yeah, yeah, you know, there's no two ways you know um, hi Maisie how you doing welcome along Maisie's got a new channel out Devils United go and check it out there. And uh, I've, I've seen in her bedroom, and she is a devil, believe you me. Um, <laughs> move on. She knows what I mean. Um, David says there's an awesome video presentation, yet we've just seen it. Uh, Andrew, quickly before we move on to the main the main thing this uh, thing this evening, says that, um, Andrew says, is Dan relieved that we have signed Vestergaard and not Tarkovsky? No. No. I'd rather have took some money for Tarkowski this season than him go on a free at the end of it. But, you know, it is what it is. You've you've got an astute sign in there. It makes perfect sense for Vestergaard. If we get a good season out of Tarkowski, then decent. You know, as we say, it's three weeks of the window left. We still need some bodies in. Um, and who knows? The fact that nobody will be sniffing around for Tarkowski at the moment, who's mm. to say that anyone will want him? Yeah, there is that. He may end up, you know, just signing a new contract for you, you know. And I think fingers crossed. I think with Vestergaard, I think you know, if you look at the problem with um, 
And I, I was a, I wanted us to sign Tarkovsky because a bit like Vestergaard, he would have just slotted right in and 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 you know, like putting a pair of shoes on. You know, he knows yeah. the Premier League, etc. But it was how much you were asking for him. At the other end, you've got Cahill, who wouldn't have cost us a penny to get in, but we'd probably just have him for the season. Vestergaard is like the best of both. You know, like we said before, he, you know, he knows Ryan, um, Ryan Bertrand, he knows Casper Schmeichel, he knows the Premier League, and he's only 15 million. And I say, I do know that Brendan's been after him since last year. So, you know, it, it's all good. And with this stadium, like I say, it's just, it, honestly, at the moment, this channel's like watching porn. It really is. It's like, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't help being excited. I've got, you know, as a Leicester fan, I can't blame you. I can't around, blame you. you know. I can't blame you. It's like, you know, Leicester fans, no matter how many times people have predicted or another season in fifth, you know, you'll happily take that because it, it's yeah. not, you, you're not on a decline, you're not on an incline, but no. You know, you, you're steady away. You, you you sat in a comfortable position there, yeah. And yeah. you know, you, you can't argue with that. I'd, I'd snap me around off a fifth every season. I, I can remember when we had um, Martin O'Neill as manager, and he used, we used to have one good stand, but it was the stand that the players came out of. And he used to say when he was signing players, he used to reverse players out so as they came out of the tunnel, they could see the stand because the stand opposite was like a was like a bike shed, you know. So. Ooh. Kate's just messaged me. Kate's just messaged me on <laughs> Facebook now and said that um, she, when she went to pick my mum up from work earlier, that it, they've started painting the word more. So uh, finally, finally, um, oh, down at, it, down at Turf Moor, it's like watching porn, lad. Like watching porn. <laughs> oh, it's difficult to get a workman in, isn't it? These days, you know, you got to. Uh... Well, yeah. <sighs> Scott says apparently we are looking at Scott Dams on a free. I've, I've not. We're still being linked with everybody under his son. It's 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 the January transfer window. Dan, thanks for putting up with that and 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 say my um my porn half hour. It's like it's a bit like it's a bit like the old the old five minute free view you used to get on Babe Station. Hey, trust <laughs> trust me, Chris. I, I wanted to say something about it anyway. I think it looks yeah. absolutely stunning. Um, I think it'll look better in person. Uh, and the stand's not that bad either. <laughs> Stop talking about me like that. You know, <laughs> we, will, we will meet up soon. I need I need to change the link, so I'm just going to uh, do the introduction, uh, bring you back in after that, um, and we'll be back uh, straight after this. Are you ready? I'm saying, are you Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go.
six, five, four, three, two, one. And it's live. It is. Thank you for uh, staying with us there, Dan. Um, I've just i got to do another share. It won't let me share two screens, extra screens. So I've got to get off the LCFC with the uh, stadium and onto the BBC for the for the team prediction. So, uh, David, uh, good, after, good evening. How the devil are you? Uh, Scott says, would you take Benkovic off first? I think you'd take anybody, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I would. I would. <laughs> But uh, anyway, we, we've done a lot of these prediction shows um, leading up to uh, the big kickoff, which is tomorrow night. Brentford against Arsenal. Come on, Brentford. Um, and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to do my own. I'm going to try and, and I'm useless at predictions. And I don't know if you remember the um, the uh, Champions League final, AC Milan against Liverpool. <laughs> and obviously it was, it was three 0 up at half time, uh, Milan. And I turned to my son and went, "That's it. Liverpool are going to now. You're going to come back from this." And of course, they came back to three 0 <laughs> Came to penalties, and I think it was Shevchenko was about to take the 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 the, the, the penalty. And I went, "I put my mortgage on him scoring." And of course, he missed. So that's how good I am at predictions. But I thought, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do my own. I'm going to try and predict where all the teams have gone. And I thought, I need an expert to come in. And sort of agree, disagree. Yes. If, if, he, if he knocks on the door, put him on. Uh, but yeah, oh, I will do. To, to say to say whether I'm being absolutely stupid or whether you agree with me, you're not going to agree with me with everything. But uh, you might agree with me with 19, maybe not one of them. You know. But uh, <laughs> but I have over the last few days with the signings, I have kind of um, changed a little bit from what I was saying on a few of the streams. So. <coughs> Excuse me, time for you to fart there. <coughs> Bless me. Uh, let's go. So, starting obviously at the bottom, and we'll work our way up. It always it works for me most nights. Uh, we will start with uh, the team that I think are going to be in twentieth place. And I'm sorry, to me, there can only be one team that that is, and that is Watford. Um, I think teams that come up. I do know that the, the championship is um, very competitive, in a lot of ways more competitive than the Premier League. But I just think the gap is widening between the Premier League and the um, the championship. And, of course, you, Wolves and, uh, and Norwich and Brentford, they don't get... Well, certainly Wolves and Norwich don't get the parachute payments because they come straight back up again. But I just... Troy Dean is virtually coming on in his wheelchair now. You know, how much longer can he go on for? Um, and we just know what they're like. If they get off to a bad start, they'll sack the manager, they'll bring another manager in, and it didn't work for West Brom last year. So I, I just can't see. They're just a disaster waiting to happen for me, Watford. Yeah, I, th I think you've hit the nail on the head with that one. They... They do more transfer business in regards to managers than they do players. Yes. Um, yes. It's it's ridiculous. Um, I mean, Sean Dash was the first one to feel you know to to feel the wrath of that. Yeah. You know, when the Pozzo family came in, uh, he'd been you know through their system as you know youth team coach, yeah. first team coach, then assistant to Malky Mackay at the time, and then went in as top dog and didn't really do too much wrong. Uh, but obviously, the Pozzo family came in, thought they could splash the cash and get um, Zola in. 
But yeah, as you as you see, what Watford have been known to do that recently, um, chop and change quite a lot. I don't really think they've got a lot of quality all over the field either. I mean, Will Hughes is a really good player and he wants to leave. He's he's obviously been training with the under twenty threes. Uh, or even the under 18s, you know, and you've got Ben Foster, who's a, an ever aging goalkeeper, um, who's pretty much more into his cycling and his YouTube now. So, you know, if he if he is watching, uh, you know, do feel free. We will collab. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. partial to a collaboration, but as Chris knows, I'm always here. But um, yeah, you, you can't go far wrong. Watford, bottom of the league. I said exactly the same. I mean, you know, I mean, was it last time they were up? They actually had three managers in 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 the season, and because they had they had um, Pearson, Nigel Pearson from Leicester, you know, yeah, he was yeah. in for a while, and he had virtually turned it around, and they were very close to getting out of the bottom three, and then they sacked him. You know, I just don't understand these teams. You know, we could have sacked Nigel Pearson after we lost in the playoffs against. Uh, Watford, believe it or not, we didn't. We stuck with him and we broke every record and went up as champions the next season. Sometimes you've got to stick with the manager, and they, and they just don't know don't know the meaning of it. But <coughs> excuse me, I'm going to have to have another loss in during a minute. But uh, yeah, so Watford, I'm afraid in twentieth, and it's not looking good for the newly promoted teams because I've got Norwich in nineteenth. You know, the Puki is their main striker. He didn't really do do it for the whole season last time they're up. So why do they think he's going to be able to do it this time? Yes, they've stuck with Farquhar and he's brought them back up. So well done. Um, but I just think it'd be the same old, same old with Norwich. You know, they are they are the proverbial bride's knickers on a wedding night, up and down like nobody's business. Yeah, I, I just, I want them to see them stay up because I've, I've nothing against what Norwich, you know, and they have stuck with the manager. Uh, but I just, I don't know. I just think they're going to fall short again. Yeah, I think you're right. Obviously, they they lost Ben Godfrey to Everton. Um, mm. You know, before the last time they went down, um, the only people they've really got in there that that were hitting the hearts when they were in the Premier League last time was Max Ahrens and Todd Cantwell. You know, this as we said, there's still three weeks of the window. They're both linked with moves away, even abroad. So. Who knows? I know they brought in um, Rashika uh, and Sargent from uh, from abroad. They're two strikers that you know that you've got a a pacey, a, a pacey forward in Rashika, but it's whether they can cut it in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, you know, as we saw, Puki had one good season. Um, so did Michu, but it, you know, so did Amiyazaki for Wigan. You know, and and then they didn't do anything after that. So, yeah, Norwich in nineteenth, I can totally understand. So the first two have been decent to agree on, Chris. I won't lie yeah. to you. And I don't. Th- I think uh, getting Sergeant in, I don't think they can get a field marshal in and, and, and stay up. To, hey, see what I did there. <laughs> um, <laughs> this show isn't just thrown together, you know. You know. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's why they're in nineteenth because they've got a very bad squadder. Oh, I'll give you that. I can't, I can't moan at that. When we do that Shearer Ian Wright thing, that is going to uh, <laughs> that's going to be the shortest video going. Um, but yes, it it it. it I, I, yeah, sorry guys, but it, it, it's back now. Now my my seventeenth and therefore down is eighteenth. Eighteenth, um, sorry, and therefore down. I've actually changed three or four times, and I think there's a lot Ooh. of clubs. 
could actually fill that position. Um, are Burnley one of them? We have to wait and see. But I think at the moment, with just the way things are going, I've had Newcastle in there. I've had Palace in there. But I'm going to have to go, I'm afraid, for Southampton. And I know they've been very nice and, you know, sold us, you know, Vestergaard. But, you know, they've got hardly any defence now. You know, they've lost Ryan Bertram because they wouldn't give it on, um, uh, you know, give him a new contract. Vestergaard's gone. Ings has gone. You know, it's like the rest of the Premier League are sort of pigeons around there, sort of, you know, crusts on the Greg crumbs on the floor. And I just think, I don't know, you can't keep selling players. You just can't keep selling players. And yes, you'll get the, you know, Leicester are the prime example. You get the odd youngster come through, but you need to hold on to your players. You need to build on that squad. And Southampton aren't doing and And I, and I fear for them for the rest of the uh, rest of the transfer window. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to invest any of the money back, are they, by the looks of things? They've not really done anything um, as of yet. Are they going to have a late, fl- like a late flurry of activity? I don't think mm. so. I think looking at it, a lot of people will even look at Southampton and think, whoa, here we go, there's a bit... You know, They're expecting Che Adams to, to kick on. They're mm. expecting um, you know Adam Armstrong. That's who they've brought in from Blackburn. I hope he sucks. I hope he just does awful and fails. Um, not not because of his past. Not biased. Not biased. No, no, nothing. No, 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 nothing no, like that at no, all. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, I suppose he's in the error of his ways. So I'll give him that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Southampton, they're in the mud. They're in the mud. And yeah. 18th is a solid position. As I say, if they do manage to stay up by the skin of the teeth, it's literally either one position above. Yeah. Because yeah. They, they, they're not going to be in and around a good mid-table finish. They're definitely going to be scrapping for their lives this season. Like I said, the next two are, are could easily fill that uh, 18th position as well. And I have had in them, have had, had them in there at some point in the last few days. But at 17th for me, um, it's going to be Crystal Palace. Um, new manager come in. Uh, oh, Craig, sorry. Good evening to Craig. And you're probably right there about Norwich as well. Uh, uh, Palace, they've got a new manager in who, who's done nothing. And I know you've got to take risks on managers sometimes. Um, you, sometimes you look at ex-players that are brilliant. They don't always make good managers, unfortunately. They've, they've lost a lot of their, their squad. That you know, They've got Zaha, but, you know, you can't rely on one player season in, season out. Um, and I just think, again, like Southampton, they've lost a lot of the squad. Uh, if they're not 17th, they're going to be 18th or, or even lower. Um, I just think, I think every year you look at Palace and you can go back to when Sam Allardyce went there a few years ago and kept them up. Have they really progressed from that? You know, did Roy Hodgson take them to that next level or just no, he's, the level that they're on? Yeah, he steadied you know? the ship. Yeah. He steadied the ship, and that was it. And you know, he's, he got to a point where he realised that that was his level with Palace. He wasn't getting any higher. He wasn't going any yeah. lower. He was keeping him in the Premier League, and that and that was, I, I, I don't know. I suppose that's a good thing for Steve Parrish in a, in a way. Um, but as a fan, would you not want more? And you know, and again, no disrespect to the Burnley fan, but. I know as a Leicester fan under Martin O'Neill when we were winning League Cups, at the start of every season, yes, we wanted to stay in the Premier League and that was the main aim. But 
you still would like to see you you know teams progress, wouldn't you? Your team. Progress. Yeah, and it's not just that though. They've got they've got decent players in there. They've mm. got Zahar, who on his day can be a world beater. They, you know, they've got Zahar, who on his day can be a world beater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say they've got Zahar? Um, <laughs> you, you may have done. You may don't worry. We'll, we'll edit it out. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, it, it is. It is one of those where with yeah. Palace, they they have had some decent players, as we said. Cahill was a good player for them. Um, they've had, you know, James James MacArthur, James MacArthur, yeah. you know, good solid players that mm. that do a job for you in the Premier League. Which give them yeah. another two years of being on the free transfer list. They may even come to Burnley yet. Um, <laughs> I've got to ask you though. Um, do you think Zaha's a world beater? Well, I mean, on on his day, yes. On his day, on, yeah. On his yeah. Day, yeah. <laughs> but 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 then you would say that when you know when a Palace had a team that is built around Zaha's strengths. And, and, and it's a bit I, I like. I honestly think he's a world beater. I really do. Yeah. It, 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 well, it is. He's it, sort of up there with like. It's like Jack Grealish, isn't it? You know, with Villa. You know, yes. it, it, they're a yes. one-man team sort of thing. And it's. Yeah. I can understand why you've got him in there because if uh, Patrick Vieira, yeah. I nearly said Patrice yeah. ever then. Uh, Patrick Vieira, <laughs> well, sorry, you, you, if he you were freezing you know, a bit, doesn't so find a winning formula straight, o- straight off the bat, he's going to struggle. No, yeah, hey, that's sorry, all right. I, I, talk, I talked over you, but yeah, like I say, you, you went a little bit uh, doing the old Peter Crouch robot there for a bit with the internet connection, so I wasn't sure what you said, but I, we got the gist of it. But yeah, certainly, like you say, it's a big ask for him in, in his first in his first job. Um, G4DSD3N, and I probably just sent a code to somebody that says, uh, <laughs> send you drugs over this Friday. But <laughs> nice to have you back, mate. He said, Hello, I've missed a few things on your channel recently due to COVID, mate. I hope you're well. I hope you're getting on the mend and you're feeling better. Nice to have you back. Thanks for, thanks for coming back on and take care of yourself and stay safe. Well, you probably guess who's coming in at 16th then after the conversations that I've had, but uh, I'm going to put Newcastle there. Um, I did only a couple of days ago, I was on a Man United chat and they had a Newcastle fan on, and I'm sorry that I put them in the bottom three, but I think they are going to struggle this year. Uh, you know, they, they, They've been there and thereabouts, and I feel really sorry for them. I feel sorry for the fans, you know, and when you look at things like Arsenal, and their fact that their fans are moaning after they've had one bad season and, you know, the ownership they've got. Look at Newcastle. They've had Ashley for 19 years, you know. And I do feel sorry about this this thing not going through. And the Newcastle fans are great, great people, really give you some good uh, uh, banter and chat. But I just, I, I do fear for them. I mean, they finished last season... Um, I think they finished above you, didn't they, in the end? Yep, they yeah, finished, yeah. actually finished 12th, <coughs> which on a good, you know, on, on a normal season, you'd probably say is is not a bad finish. But you know, they, they've won they won three of the last five to finish there. So the rest of the season they will or they were, sorry, you know, bobbing just above that bottom three. Yeah, I think they were heavily going to be relying on. Nope. 
Sorry, Dan. Hello again. Out, then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hey, Mrs. usually does out. that. Mrs. usually does that. We're a nice rat up. <laughs> hey, what you but, get up to in your bedroom? I don't, uh, I don't want to know. Why do you think I wear an hat? I'm scarred to shit under the under here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you hit the nail on the head. As I said, they're relying so much on Joe Willock's goals. They're relying on him just big time, really. They, they're expecting they're expecting a lot for for little little money, and I think that's you know not just from, not from Steve Bruce. But also from above, exactly what you said as well, Chris. That there's it's going to be a struggle for them this season. They are a big club, though. They are a big club. They ha- they have done pretty decent in the past, yeah. and you know it, maybe they need a rebuilding period. But it's about bringing in the right caliber of player, and they've got one in Joe Willock. Sixteenth, I think, is a decent position for Newcastle. I think so far, I can't disagree with where you've put anybody. Yeah. Um, I've got to love this name, sweaty Scottish lad. Uh, <laughs> he Narrow it down, will you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Um, <laughs> G4. We'll call you G4. Just, just uh, you know. Well, Daniel's Dan. Christopher's Chris. That's going to be shortened to G4. Uh, he's a Palace fan. He says, and he thinks they will come seventeenth as well. Um, Scott thinks Newcastle will be safe easily. I mean, I've moved them up to 16th purely because of Will Willock. I mean, he kept them virtually up last year, like you said, on his own. So, um, but G4 says he's got them 14th. Well, 14th, 50, you know, I've got them 16th. We're, we're pretty close there, aren't we? Um, yeah. Scott says um, Newcastle have some great attacking threats. Yeah, but have they got a manager that uses them? Um, yeah, exactly. And you've got to yeah. keep Callum Wilson fit. Yeah. Uh, Sid Maximum's always in trouble. Um, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, you can change a game. Springing yeah. from the bench, you can change a game. I mean, we yeah. we knew that last season. But mm. yeah, it's it's going to be a tough season for Newcastle where I think Newcastle going to have one of them seasons where they think they could be dragged into it. Similar to last season where there were yeah. bulk of teams that could be dragged into that relegation scrap. And then they have one of those, you know, decent few results towards the end yeah. and pokes <laughs> them up to 16th. So Sweaty, yep. Sweaty thinks they're going to be 10th and G4 thinks that they, um, Watford will actually come 15th. So, I mean, this this is football, isn't it? You know, you can get... Of course it is. Get, you can get 10 fans from the same club and they'll put the team in 10 different places. Uh, so we're going up to 15th now. Now we're, we're coming into uh, into certain certain guest territory here. In 15th, I've actually got... Oh, we've gone past that. Uh, we've gone past Burnley. I've got Wolves. Um, had a couple of good seasons. Um, they've also lost uh, some, some, some decent players over that time. New manager coming in. I still don't know why Nuno left. I think he was a perfect fit there. Um, I, I just think he, he was doing a damn good job. But he's, he's off to Spurs as their eighth choice manager. And I think this is the season um, that they're going to struggle. Yeah, of course. Uh, as you say, as you state, they've gone from Bru- uh, Nuno to Bruno. Um, <laughs> is, you know, is his tactics going to work? Well, that's his name, isn't it? It's Bruno. Bruno I, I know what you mean, Harry. Bruno Lager. Bruno <laughs> yeah. Lager. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, you know, no one knows how he's going to set up. 
Nuno had a decent uh, setup going for Wolves. Whether the players believe in that or not, I mean, are we are we going to? I mean, some of the players for Wolves were getting old as well. You know, Joao yeah. Matinho was yeah. cracking on a bit. I, I, I don't know. I, Wolves could be one of those where it could go either way. They could finish mid-table or or just be the surprise package of the season. Mm. I just think um, they've had their surprise package year, though. You know, the first year they yeah. came up and they qualified for the Europa League, and they did very well in Europa League. And yeah, I just think sometimes you can have a manager and, and a club that are really, really, really good fit. And when another manager comes in, it can just not work. You know, and it can yeah. ruin. It can ruin. You know, the chemistry that was there, and I think I think that is the, this case. Scott, obviously, a man of great uh, great foresight, there agrees with me. Um, but he thinks they could even be lower. Yeah, you know, but I just think I think the teams below Wolves are what I would call the first of the probably the decent teams, and of course, mid table. Um, like like G four says, it could go either way. There could be a couple of places higher or, or a couple of places lower. Now then, you're getting excited here, Dan, aren't you? Thinking, go, we're up to 15th, and we've not seen Burnley yet. Yeah, but, I'm thinking, uh, oh, well, are we flirting around top 10 here yet, or what? <laughs> no, don't get too excited, because I've got you in as 14th, <laughs> um, which is an improvement on last year, and uh, I've... I've uh, I've been listening to what you've been saying, which hasn't actually filled me with a lot of confidence for Burnley, and... You know I like Burnley, you know, having lived there a few years. You know, I always keep an eye out for them. And and a little bit of me when you got relegated last time kind of went, yes. Because there was always that rival between me being a Leicester fan and Burnley. And we were very similar when we were both in, you know, the, the second tier for so long together. It was who finished. And, and my son, both my sons have been mascots for Leicester at Turf Moor. But I have a great deal of admiration for Sean Dyche. Um a few years ago, I would—I don't think now, but a few years ago, I would have paid to have him come to manage Leicester. I think he's a great manager, a great motivator. Um, I think—I just think last season, I was surprised where, where you know you were as low as you were. I mean, you actually finished seventeenth. Uh, so, I mean, you stayed up as it happens by uh, nine. 11 points so it wasn't you know it, at the end of the day it wasn't that that close but but last season you had three teams that really this you know really were worse than you but I just don't think Sean will let that happen for a second year you've still got a few weeks of the transfer window if you can get keep hold of Taukowski now that we've not come in from and again I don't mean that um Horribly, but yeah, you know, we were the one that was being linked with him most. If that doesn't happen, you can keep him. He may even sign that new contract, and then you know, if Who you knows? sell him in a few years' time, get some money for him. You know, um, you know, he might have a hundred million pound get out clause put in his contract. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I, I don't know really how this season's going to go. I've even predicted us that we'll finish thirteenth. I think I've been a bit too, um, a bit too heavy on that one, to be honest. Mm. Um, last season, Sean Dash made every fan feel like Marvin Gaye because we believed in miracles and we stayed up. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, he's the, the job he has done is fantastic. Um, I love how he has banter with the uh, press officers. I was listening to his 
press conference earlier and he said, obviously, there's three weeks left of the window. What are you expecting? He says, well, I'm very disappointed in Messi. He never told me we were off to PSG. He actually said he was coming <laughs> to surf more. Um, it's only when I read the text back that uh, he said he was coming to buy the club, not play for it. <laughs> <laughs> he does. I've I got. I, I, there's a great clip of him when he's doing an interview. Somebody's phone goes off. One of the reporters' phones goes off, and he picks it up. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, yeah. Do you want? You, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love the guy. I love the guy to bits. I think you've got a great manager there, and you've stuck with him. And that's the thing. You know, you've not. You know, you, you went down. You stuck with him, and he brought you back up. I just think, like I said, I think last year. It was just one. You get sometimes get one of those years. I always remember Everton, <coughs> Jimmy under Martinez. They'd have a good year, a bad year, a good year, a bad year. Uh, and I don't think you're going to have a spectacular year. And like I said, you know, 14th, 15th, you know, 30s. All these teams can, you know, be a couple of places either way. But would you be happy with 14th? Oh, massively happy with 14th, definitely. Mm. Um, as as you stated, you know, the, the, there is three weeks left of the window. The yeah. the new chairman does need to back him. You know, apparently, according to that interview, that the chairman and him are in regular dialogue about what you know what's needed. Um, he said that we, it's clear to see that we're screaming out for wide players, um, yeah. which no doubt means that we'll be re-signing Aaron Lennon since he's training with us. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, until the three weeks is over, I'll, I'll remain optimistic. Um, but we need to see something in those three weeks. And yeah. in those three weeks, like I say, there's three or four games in there, you know, including yeah. the cup game against Newcastle, which got drawn yesterday. So yeah, it's all it's it's all in, it all makes for an interesting uh, opening month to the Premier yeah. League season. But I would snap your hand off the fourteenth now if it was guaranteed. We're gonna go, go a little bit quicker here because of I'm just concerned of the time and um believe it or not, I've got sloppy seconds. I've got another show on after this. Um, Stephen um, S. Flatley TV, there, great guy. Even though the fact that he's an Arsenal fan, he's probably just <laughs> someone has to be. Or, somebody has to be, yeah, you know. Apparently, hope you well, though, Stephen. Arsenal are going to start um, transferring fans now, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, you might be getting Ostergar, whatever he's called, so he might be leaving Madison alone. But I tell you what, guys, get over to S. Flatley TV. He does. He does Formula One stuff, and he also does general football stuff there. And the good thing about his, chari- his, his channel, it's a charity channel, Children's Liver Found- uh, Disease Foundation. Great supporter of that. It's helped him out. He raises money for that. Get over there and make sure you sub to that channel. Um, he's asking if you're free. I'll leave you to do to, to talk this over between you. Uh, he's asking if you're I'll drop you a message after day. this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott, I know what Scott's saying here. Um Leicester are definitely one of the best clubs in the Premier League, but they've got to be. I think what you're trying to say there, Scott, is that they're they're not necessarily uh, in it, it, the best team in the league, but they're they're in the top one. <laughs> That's what you're trying to say. That, that quote, that quote was just one of the most amazing quotes ever. And yes, yeah, a difficult, cluffy quote, wasn't it? You oh know. yeah, you know. yeah, definitely. But, I mean, that uh, I've heard Dash come out with some stuff because he was a. He was only a youth player at Notts Forest when uh, yeah. Cluffy were there. And he said he used to go into the changing room and um, there was, I can't remember who it were, there was some some player there and he'd, he'd go, right, young ginger, clean these boots, 
Yeah. And it'd be like, uh, what? And the, the player be like, you don't have to do that. He's like, no, no, no. This lad's worked hard all season. Clean his boots, young ginger. Crack on with it. And he's just like, and yeah. he, he didn't know. He didn't know what to do. He said, and yeah. it, it was just method to his madness. But I, yeah. I think no matter what, he, he's up there. Cluffy is up there with Gaza yeah. for stories, isn't it? Really. He definitely, definitely. I've got Brighton in at thirteenth. Um, I don't buy into this Graham Potter. I get it right this time. Not Harry. Graham <laughs> <laughs> Potter is. In fact, they could probably do with Harry up front because he's. Uh, they need some magic. Boom! Do you see what I did there? Oh, um, I love what you did there. I, I just Spellbound in that way. Oh, oh, I'm magic, you know. Um, <laughs> and I, I just, I don't buy into this. Graham Potter is the best thing since sliced bread when it comes to English managers, but he's got a decent side there. If you can get them scoring, I think they're going to come in at thirteenth there. So, but again, like I say, a lot of these can 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 do round. But I'll, I'll quickly jump on because I say because of the time. But in twelfth, yeah. And let me know your thoughts on twelfth there, because I'm going. For West Ham, I think last season they punched above the weight. Last season they have um, they had Lingard, which they haven't. Doesn't look like they're, they're going to get back. Um, we we're all surprised by West Ham. You know, they, they were the surprise package last year because they went from only just staying up to well, you know, uh, sixth in the end. Um, I just can't see it happening again. But I think they'll, they'll be comfortably mid-table. Yeah, I think even West Ham would have been surprised with last season. Um, you ask any West Ham fan, how would they have felt, you know, when they reappointed David Myers? And they'd have been yeah. like, what a joke. Are, are, you, are, you, are you kidding me? But after the season he's had, they, if they saw him in the in, in the pub, <laughs> they'd buy you know, they'd buy him a pint. Yes. Um, yes. Instead of swilling him with it. But, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it is one of those, uh, as you said, they've got Europa, they've got to try and balance that alongside yeah. playing Premier League football. And, yeah, 12, 12th and last position for West Ham, which I think they'd take. Yes. Um, Scott says here, Chris, I definitely I definitely want, want ever you are on as Brentford still have not been picked out. I, I definitely want whatever you're on as Brentford still haven't been picked out. <laughs> definitely want, want... Well, he's gone want, want, <laughs> but that's, uh, yeah, um, and static, high static. We're getting the Arsenal fans here. They're getting excited because I've not picked Arsenal yet either. <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned, guys, stay tuned. Now, I'll tell you what, in 11th, I actually have got the aforementioned Brentford. Now, you may laugh at that. Um, and... <sighs> I just think there's a there's always a team that comes up that surprises everybody. And you think like, where the hell have they come from? You know, I can remember Blackpool coming up and they were top of the table for a while. Yeah, they were, yeah. Yeah. Hulk, it's always about the second season for a lot of clubs. But yeah, I mean I think out of the three, if they can keep hold of Ivan Tony and he gets into his, you know, gets his scoring boots on, they've got a good manager there. And I just think they will surprise a few people. Look at Sheffield United in their first season. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they, were, they were close. They were close to actually getting into Europe. I know last season they, they, they balled it up and completely went the other way. Um, Wolves, when they first came up, went you know got into Europe. There is always a team that comes up, and the pressure's off Brentford. I feel because 
Norwich and Watford have done it before. So they're the ones that people are going to say should stay up out of the three because they've been there, they know what to expect. But I just think Brentford, as I said, Ivan Tony's a great player. I wish we'd bought him, but, you know, we've got Dakar, so I'm, I'm more than happy, obviously. But I just think that they will be the surprise package and could be a comfortable mid-table. Yeah, hit the nail on the head again. Um, it's a tough one because I, I, I've gone for them to, you know, depending on what happens in regards to injuries, is it a, is it going to be a major jump up for Brentford? I've gone for them to be flirting down in the bottom half. But, you know, listening to what, you, to what you're saying, who's to say they can't? Yeah. Who is to say they can't? Um, you know, they've been flirting around in the Championship trying to get to the Premier League for the last few seasons. Yeah. And if you if you look down at the Championship, Preston did that for years. They were constantly mm. in the playoffs, and they'd always you know they'd always shit out a look, which was always good to watch from our perspective anyway. But you know Brentford finally did it. They've come up, and now they'll want to stay there, and they'll they'll te- they'll use this season to think, let's give it a right good bloody go, yeah, and see where we can finish. Yeah, and look at Leeds as well. You know yeah. last season, you know Leeds again. It- there is always one surprise package, and I, I just think it's going to be Brentford. But that that is my twentieth to eleventh. So we've got Jimmy <coughs> Watford twenty, Norwich nineteen, then Southampton. Those are the three I think will go down. But you could throw into that mix Crystal Palace and Newcastle in seventeenth and sixteenth. I think I think the relegation three are going to come out of those that that, that those five teams, Wolves and Burnley fifteenth and fourteenth respectively. I think will be safe. Brighton, mid-table, nothing really. West Ham back to the normality and Brentford, the surprise package. So we're going to look at the top 10 and I am going to be right back and we'll do that straight up. The Premier League is back and we've got it all covered here on Leicester Till I Die TV. Subscribe. So it is back and I'm really getting excited. Uh, G4 says, uh, Arsenal, I have to finish below Tottenham. Like, I know it sounds mad, but I believe that they'll they always say they will finish sixth. Scott, um, are you both on Chris's lozenges? If so, what's in them? Man flu. Man, look at that. Look at that. Man flu lozenges, mate. That's what you need. Uh, Melina, good evening, Melina. Hope you were well. Hope your dad's still on the mend. Uh, nice to have you in. Again, you've come in to see where I've, 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 I've put Arsenal, haven't you? Well... He needs to scroll down, Melina. He needs to scroll down. He ain't put, he ain't put them in yet. <laughs> if there was a 21st, uh, um, <laughs> as Scott says, please Arsenal and Spurs next. Um, yeah, well, in 10th place, um, I wish I, had, I wish I had a drum roll sound effect. I really do. But let's go 10th. And thank you, sir. Um, Arsenal. Uh, our tenth. Yes, um, I think even if even if they buy Madison, and who knows, as I've as I've said, all sort of joking aside and all banter aside, if Madison does go to Arsenal, then you know um, he goes. But he'll go on our terms, and he'll go on the amount of money that we want for him. But I, you know, I don't think he's going to be the saviour for you. You know, I don't think no. you're going to get him in, and he's. He's not back to the form that he was before. And if you have a look at the uh, <coughs> FA Cup, excuse me, and the, the Community Shield, which we both won, which I do believe the uh, Community Shield, and I still say it's like the Super League, 
you know, the Super Cup. It's the English Super Cup. And congratulations to Chelsea, by the way, last night. I should have said that. Yeah, congrats um, to Chelsea. Nice to see an English team do well. Hey, um, I won another course. football bet on that as well. I had Chelsea to win on penalties. Did you? Hey, hey. A little bit of me was saying, come on, Villarreal, because we've obviously beaten Villarreal. <laughs> and that would have made us, by default, champions of Europe. But, uh, but no, I just don't think Arsenal will have enough Arteta... If you stick with him, who knows how he will grow and, and whether he will get better. But it's whether Arsenal fans are going to trust the process. That's annoyed them all. They're <laughs> going to trust the process and actually stick with him. Um, I don't think Kroenke will necessarily sack him because I don't think he's, he's got the balls to make a decision. He probably doesn't even know how bad Arsenal are doing at the moment. But, but come on, Arsenal fans. It's been one, it's been one um, bad season amongst a, a lot of decent seasons. You're not the club you were at the moment. Yes, in, you know, in stadium size, you are, of course, an on-past history, of course. But, you know, in the past, you know, I, I, I was 21. You know, you can all look at you know, what, what we had in the past. Uh, I, ha I had less weight when <laughs> in the past than I've got now. So things move on. Things move on. Yeah, so, and, and it's yeah. like you said, though, as well, Chris, going back to what you said about Madison, you know, if Madison mm. does go to Arsenal, then for me, I can only see it being a bad move. I can yeah. see Madison sort of wanting out after only a season, maybe. Yeah. Madison will be used like a, a, a bit of a scapegoat, like like uh, Meza Ozil. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's how it will be. Um, will he hit the ground running there? Probably because he's in in that sort of side. I think it, mm. it'll favour his the way he plays, but. You know they've got to they've got to surprise him from your grasp yet, and I think I think I'd put it one way: if I had a choice myself and I was in his head, I'd be choosing to stay at Leicester. Yeah, and I mean Roy Keane said it um, on on the Community Shield stroke uh, Super Cup um, that uh, <laughs> he would be mad mad to leave. I mean, ask he's you know he's got he's got you know it's London. And he likes a party, Madison. I could see him being attracted by the lights of London. Uh, I mean, he's a Coventry lad, so I mean, you know, even Burnley would be a move up from Coventry <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a town. But um, yeah, he's not back to his best. He's not going to save you on his own. Um, I just, uh, I, I let's face it. This time tomorrow night, well, not quite this time, but you know, Brentford are playing Arsenal. Brentford could be higher in the Premier League than Arsenal could be, so he wouldn't even be the biggest club yeah, after Chelsea. So, yes, if he goes, he goes, and good luck to him. I would wish him well, but I'm afraid, Arsenal, you need more than him, and I have got you down there in in, in 10th place. Um, now, this next one um, is going to be interesting. I have a feeling that Scott is going to... Uh, get really, really, really excited about this. I've got Tottenham. Um, I owned an odd between eighth and ninth with Tottenham. Um, they've got the problems. We know they have. Um, they're in massive debt, which is why they were pushing more than any other club, I believe, for the Super League. But, you know, they couldn't get a manager to go to them. Their, their striker, I can see him going after the weekend when they play Man City. I just don't think Daniel Levy wanted him to go before that. Um, but I, I just, 
They've got no, they've, they've got no bail this year to bail them out. Hey, hey. Um, hey, I just, I just, yeah, I think it's just another season of struggle for for Tottenham. And I know they finished seventh last year, but that was more on the fact that Leeds fell away at the end and Arsenal couldn't fight their way out of a paper bag. So I have got got Tottenham there in 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 ninth position. Yeah, I don't even think I really need to add anything more to that, Chris. I think you hit the nail on the head there with everything. So, yeah, yeah Spurs in yeah. ninth, solid, yeah. solid spot. Yeah, and Scott says, uh, Chris, surely because we beat the European Super Cup champions in the final, does that not mean uh, Leicester are the real European champions? I think it does, to be honest with you. I think it does. Um, right, so... Uh, it does mean as well, of course, that Leicester have not only beaten the European uh, Europa League champions, they've also beaten the Champions League champions. What can I say? You know, just come and support Leicester, guys. Come and support Leicester. This is the surprise one, and I think people will be going like, why haven't you picked these already? Everton in at number eight. Um, <coughs> the thing is, Everton had some good players. It was quite funny when you saw Ancelotti couldn't wait to get out once Real Madrid came calling but in fairness what manager wouldn't have left any club if Real Madrid had come calling them you know they're not in quite as much trouble as Barcelona but Ancelotti had brought some good players along um he um you know he's got a team he's what you know he's looked at that and he thought this is a good you know a, a good team with some good players <coughs> excuse me hopefully he can get them to play. And I think he's a bit of a wily old fox, is, uh, is Benitez. And um, and I think he, he's been, un, you know, not given the credit probably for what he's done. But I think he can get he can get a good tune out of those players. I think Everton will be up there. It's like that old saying, isn't it? You can, you know, so, some people can get a, a decent tune out of an old fiddle. And I think that's exactly what Rafael Benitez could do. Yeah. Um, as you said as well about Ancelotti, he probably did better for is it Moshiri who's the owner of Everton um, um and it's somebody like that yes yeah, yeah. I think Farhad Moshiri I think he's you know he's expecting success you know yeah. he's pumped money in he gave a, a ton of money to Ronald Koeman and that didn't work yeah. you know he brought some players in that didn't work um Ancelotti came in did pretty well it's just that they kept they kept falling away you know, last season, uh, their home form was shocking. Um, but then, yet again, I think everybody's home form weren't that yeah. decent last season. Yeah. So, you know, fans being back in stadiums will be a massive help. Um, they've got a lot of excitement to look forward to with the move down to Bramley Moor Docks. So, who knows? Who knows? Uh, Rafa could be the man that sort of this season steadies them in eight, but next season... Bit of money on of his own, a few acquisitions. Yeah, could be even putting Everton further up the table. I think when you look at what he managed when he was at Newcastle, if you can replicate that at Everton, like you say, not this season, but in you know next couple of seasons, you know you may be looking at, at Europe again for them. Now I'm going to put, I'm going to be putting um, sixth and seventh together because this could go either way. Um, in seventh. And he's just obviously the manager's just signed a new contract, and that's Leeds last year's surprise package. 
Aston Villa, who were also a bit of a surprise package last year, because obviously the year before that, they'd only just stayed up. I don't know, you don't like me mentioning that, Dan, but they mm. just stayed up. Um, last season, they had a really good season. If 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 they also can, uh, can hold on to the lights of Phillips and, and keep that team together, we know how they play. Um, remind me a lot of Leicester under Martin O'Neill. Uh, and, you know, he, he had a few good seasons also to mid-table. And Villa... It pains me to say it, being a Midlands club, but, you know, they've got £100 million. They've already spent some of that. Ings, amazing signing. You know, again, a player that probably a lot of us would have said, yeah, we would take. That was not even rumoured to be happening and they were in there. But they, they could be either way. But I think that that is, uh, that is how I see seventh and sixth going. Yep, hit the nail on the head, obviously. I know we're looking at time-wise and stuff. I won't mm. keep it for long. It's absolutely spot on. You know, yep. Villa have spent. Uh, they, I, I, I think maybe as well. They're you're asking a lot for Villa to to be that high, maybe. Uh, but who knows if if Dean, if anyone's going to get that team playing, it's Dean Smith. So exactly, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. fair play, sixth position. Yeah. I, I think they'll be very happy. I, I think for me, you know, if if because they had a good season last season, I mean, you know, they finished eleventh, but you know. Before that, they, they spent quite a bit of time sort of higher than that. So, yeah, I just feel that, that those two, like I say, you could swap those around. Now it gets interesting. Well, we all know who's coming in here, don't we, Chris? You could have really? done this. You could have. You could have done this one really um, before we'd even done twentieth. <laughs> well, it's a team beginning with L. I'm actually going Le- for Liverpool. Oh, yeah. Yes, and that Ooh. is despite despite me saying all along that we would be fifth again and I would be happy with fifth again and Europa League. Don't get me wrong, I would be so happy with fifth again. However, and I'll come on to, to, to where Leicester may be in a second, Liverpool, um, they struggled last season for a bit. Yes, they came good at the end. But we do need, for Leicester to go into the top four, whether that's first, second, third or fourth, we need a team to drop out. And simply, out of the, the four teams that finished in the top four last time, Liverpool is the one I can see dropping out. Yeah, I, I mean, I, can, I, I am surprised by, by it. Sorry, I'm not going to lie. I honestly thought you were going to pop Leicester in there. Um, mm. So it's nice to see that you're keeping a bit of bias. I like that. Uh, <laughs> Go on, I was kind to Burnley. Don't be <laughs> No, I, I do know what you mean. Um, it's a it's a do or die sort of season for Liverpool. I think yeah. they've got to they've got to look at last season and realise. Hold on a minute. Two seasons back, we won the we won the Premier League comfortably. Um, and last season we, str- we we struggled and literally limped over the line, sort of thing. You know, Liverpool were like the Dick Dastardly of wacky races last season, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, the and, season before, they'd literally, if there was a trophy, they won it. You know, they were yeah. world champions, intercontinental champions, piss-pot champions. You know, they were basically everything apart from the League Cup. They won. And they went from that to, well, like you say, creeping over the line because Chelsea and Leicester cocked it up on the last day. Yeah, it's it's absolute madness. Um are they going to go on and have a, a an onslaught season again? I don't think so. I think they're still recovering from burning themselves out from winning the league. 
Um, so, yeah, fifth is a good position for him. As I say, I'd, between fourth and fifth, if you've got Leicester in fourth, it, it, it's, it's a similar situation to the Villa Leeds one where it could go either way, fourth and fifth. I've got, I might have Leicester as first. Who knows? Wouldn't, it, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> no, I have got them as fourth. Um, I just think there's such a good feel-good factor around the club at the moment. You know, we, we've, we've got two trophies in the space of six months. There's so many, um, what do they call it, albatrosses being taken off our backs and, and with, with what we, we're winning. Um, I think we're going to do well in the Europa. But when I look at it and think like the old Leicester, even from a couple of seasons ago, would have struggled with probably Evans and Fafana waiting for them to try and get fit and, and playing a Marty in that position or indeed yeah. uh, back, which would have left us worse off in midfield. I think the fact that they've gone out and said, Vestergaard, we want you, you're coming in, is the money Southampton and he's there talking now. You know, it's that that's it's a statement of intent from Leicester, and I think this might might now be. I'm not going to go as mad as the Newcastle fan the other day who put us a second. I think that was going a bit too far, but I think this could be the season when uh, when we do actually break into the top four. Why not? Why not? As, as I say, Brendan could instill that into the players that look. We've been fifth consecutively. Let's. Let's let's take it up a notch. It could mm. it could be that, or this season it may be between manager and a boardroom that they want European success. So that's where they're going to be looking at, but also trying to keep that fifth position sort of theirs. Who knows? Mm. I suppose only those at the top will know what what yeah. they're expecting, but. You can always expect, no matter what, when you come to play in Leicester, it's always going to be a tough game. Um, so, yeah, as as I said to you, the same with Villa or Leeds could go either way, the same with Liverpool yeah, or yeah, Leicester. It could do. But I, like I say, I just think the signing of Vestergaard has just, for me, nudged us over the line. Jordan, hi, Jordan, how are you doing? What's up, Chris? Every, you know, Liverpool are up, Liverpool are down to fifth, I'm afraid. <laughs> but uh, there we go. Now, top three. Let, let's round, let's round. I'm going to do third and then I'm going to do um, second and first, but in together. But third is going to be Man United, I'm afraid. Um, they, they made some good signings. They spent money. We know that. They spent a hell of a lot of money. But I think if they had a different manager, they would be higher. You know, Solskjaer, people accuse Brendan of bottling it. Solskjaer bottles it big style. Never got past, well, apart from, you know, the Europa final, he was the semi-king. That does, again, that sounds rude, doesn't it? But he, he he's just always, I think he's going to be a man that's always falls short. He's doing well for Man United. When he took over, they were in disarray. He got the squad playing for him. He got that spirit back and he's got them. Let's be honest with you. You know, second last season, was it fourth the season before? He's got them into the Europa League final. Um, but I just, I could say, I think if Man United had a different manager, they'd be higher. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm just being nosy because there's some drama going out on outside the window. I haven't a clue what's going on. 
Come back to me, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> can we? Can we? <laughs> uh, what, what, have we not been watching the match, can we? <laughs> tell, her to, tell, her to, tell her to shut the bathroom curtains. It's the local neighbour, Jeff. She's coming back. She's been on a wild night out. It seems she's head-butted her. Somebody that was making an advance at her and she's been shown the red card. She's been sent home, Jeff. No night of passion <laughs> for the neighbour. <laughs> anyway, talking about scoring. Uh, yeah, Manchester United, United uh, as, as you've said, uh, with the Ollie situation, I think the signings they've made have been absolutely brilliant. Don't get me wrong. But it's the, the pressure that Ollie will now be under. Yeah. From, not just from fans, but from above, that, right, we've let you bring in who you want now. It's not just that. You look at that team and say, Hogba, Fernandez, um, Sancho, you've got Cavani, you've you've brought in um, Rafael Varane to partner Harry Maguire. You know, that itself sounds like a title winning side. Yeah. So it's like you've said, a different manager, you're talking... You, you're talking flirting around that, you know, that first, yeah. second position. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'll go I'll go with what you've gone for. Third is a very good, solid position for United. Scott says there, Chris, did he make, he did make quarterfinals. Who knocked him out, Scott? Yeah, come back to me on that one. Come back to that one. <laughs> so, the top two. Ooh. And I'm going to announce these together because obviously whoever's second, then people can work out who is first. And this, I think, is going to surprise everybody. Man City, I went for Chelsea right at the start, at the end of last season, and I went Man City second. They're both big spenders. We know, um, you know, Grealish for 100 million, um, uh, uh, Lukaku for 94 million. I don't know what they sold him for, but they made a loss on buying him back. Um, But I can just see... Buying these big plays doesn't guarantee you anything. Because if it did, Manchester City would have won every single game for the past three or four seasons. And we know, as good as uh, De Bruyne is, he can have a bad game. Bless you. You know when... <laughs> when Finally, you know, one's come up. One's come <laughs> up. Uh, Normality has resumed, Chris. <laughs> I'll, I'll cough in a bit late there for you. But, uh, <laughs> but no. You know, we... we yeah, he kept Aston Villa up on his own. I mean, he can't, you know, once he was out last season, that's when they, they really struggled. Uh, he's going to have some great players around him. And it all depends, of course, also whether Kane goes to Man City. If Kane goes to Man City, then they could be number one. Again, I think this is one of those that could be either way. Chelsea, I do like to call. I wasn't sure about him when he starts, but I've got a lot of admiration for him and the way he handled things when he lost the, the FA Cup final, because we won it, just to mention that again. But no, he was, was great in defeat, he was, you know, and um, pleased that they won the Champions League. Yes, Scott said earlier, he could be out by Christmas. I don't think he will be. Um, I, I just... I, it could, like I say, literally go either way. But wouldn't it be funny if Man City spent £200, mil- £200 million pounds on two players, can you believe it, and they don't win it? I, I, you know, that, that would just be karma, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm going to go with a, a big statement here and say that 
Jack Grealish will be a flop at Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think that he's... We saw it with going back to Zahar at Palace. He made the move to Manchester United and tried to fit in amongst the big boys. It didn't work. Yeah. Grealish is going in there thinking he's Billy Big Bollocks. He's not going to be. He's going to be playing alongside these people of a similar calibre. And he's going to... So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the thing is, sometimes you can see a, a player's class when they're, when they're a class above the rest of the squad, like he were at Villa. But now he's he's in and amongst, you know, players that are in that sort of elite calibre. I feel that he's going to struggle. I really do. And it would not surprise me if Man City... I mean, Man City's second team's probably just as strong as the first anyway. But, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if a couple of games in, Jack Grealish is warming the bench with the likes of Nathan Aki and, and stuff like that. And there's, there's probably more game time for Liam Delap or something like that. Yes, yeah. I agree. I agree totally with everything you're saying there. And, you know, um, you know, I mean, with Grealish, he, he, he's good. <coughs> I think any team would have taken him, not, a, you know, we could, not any team could have afforded that sort of money, but we'd have all taken him. But at the end of the day, what did you do for England? You know, he only ever came on as a sub. Yes, he kind of changed the game. Yes, he was very attacking. Yes, he can move forward and get you free kicks. As as can Madison, but I mean, I just think he's got that pressure as well. Of a, it yeah. come good, I just don't think it will be this season because you know if you look at Maguire, he struggled that first season at Man United on that with the with the eight million and the most expensive ever defender on his shoulders. Now he's a fantastic player. He's doing great for them, um, and you know credit to him. But that first that first season, I can see that happening with Grealish as well. So it could go either way. It'll be interesting to see Kate, you know, Kane's movement, I think will kick off a lot of other transfers will also affect where Tottenham are. Tottenham could be lower if they get rid of Kane, Man City could win it. Um, but that, that's that for me. Would you, would you have Chelsea on top or would you have Man City? Mm, I don't know. Again, Again, it's like you said, with Leicester, Liverpool and Villa Leeds, it could go either way. Mm. Um, but Chelsea Chelsea are doing doing things and, they, and they're sort of sneaking in. They're sneakily doing it as well. Like I say, they've won this, they've, uh, the Super Cup, they won the Champions League. You know, so why not go all out and try and win the Premier League? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had them at the start and then... Um, uh, Sorry, I just Scott says Dan says Man United. I don't know, I don't know where that comes from, but um, no, I, I had Chelsea at the start, then I switched to Man City, and I just think had Tuchel been there all season last season, that uh, they would have given them a high, you know, more of a push than, uh, than 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 they actually did. But that's my twenty. Everybody's going to have different opinions. It will be um, it'll be interesting to see. Come the end of the season, how right I am. Um, <laughs> you know, probably totally wrong, totally wrong. But you know, they're, they're a bit of fun, and that's where I have got them. Why not? Why not? Like I say, you, you thought we'd have a bit more of a, disagree- of a disagreeance next I time. I next really time, did. I might have yes. to come in and just be an arse, just be an absolute arse, and just go, nah, you got that one wrong, mate. 
Yeah, well, that's that's the normal you that I was expecting. You know? <laughs> Just being the average ass that I am. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the most exciting bit was what your neighbour was doing. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, mate, it's been great having you on. Thanks for coming on and just just giving the opinion of what you thought on my choices. Uh, again, you're a big Burnley fan. I know that, and I, and I do hope they stay up. Um, Burnley tickets have just gone on sale for the Leicester City clash. Don't know whether you do away games or not at all, Dan. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That that well, it'd be good to uh, be good to get up to that, and hopefully, I mean, if you if you're there, which that'd be great. Yeah. I'd, well, um, it depends if I can get tickets because I'm not a season ticket holder, so I've got to wait until it gets down to about level tier four or something before I. Can oh, I probably will do. It's there. only Burnley, isn't it? It's only Burnley, so. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah it'd be nice to meet up sure. yourself, Craig, yeah. you know, Scott, even just you know, yeah. Brad. All meet Brad's up in and Manchester. have it. I don't know if Brad, Brad would make it or not, but ah, uh, he can jump on, he yeah. can jump on train at Piccadilly, can't he? He'll he be can right jump enough. on train or get on, jump get, on train, get on Charabank, than us. I can have a great day out <laughs> on Charabank. <laughs> Dan, thank you so much. Give, give you, I'm going to give you another chance because I didn't last time. Give, uh, give you a right. shout out. So, yeah, obviously, we're at Turf More House on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, do head on over. Please do go and check out our YouTube channel. We're not just going to be about Burnley stuff. We are going to be doing Premier League content and even delving into other leagues potentially. Um, it's just obviously when ideas come and things happen in football, you, you've, you've got to be one of those out there to first speak about it. So, yeah, we will be doing a video soon when Burnley actually release an away kit. Um, so we will be reviewing away kits, which would be great. Third kit, our third kit is already out, and you've not got your away kit. Out. I like your third kit. I'll just say that. I think it's a really nice kit. Yeah, I don't, but I know I'll end up buying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I, got I don't the, like I'm... it, but the wallet says, buy it, buy it, yeah, buy it. Exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> it's different. But I just don't know. I, I like the second. I've got the mint one. Possibly arriving tomorrow, so but uh, but yeah, so it's turf, turf more hat. No, hang on, it's turf yeah. more hyphen house, is it? Or yeah, or just turf more house. The thing is, obviously, oh. it was built on my last name, more house. Yeah. Um, so and turf more, stick them together, and there you go. You've got a nice big meaty sandwich. So get over there and be sure to subscribe to Dan's meaty sandwich. It's uh, <laughs> okay. Kate said it's uh, it's not to be missed, you know. <laughs> if Kate said anything, she'd say it'd be like a chipolata between two pieces of crumbs. <laughs> like a Christmas meal, a chipolata and two bustles. Um, yeah, exactly. Scott, Scott, thanks very much, mate. Great show, Chris, and thanks very much for Dan for coming No, cheers, on. Scott. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Thanks very much. Dan, all the best, mate. Um, and No thanks problem. For thanks this. for having me on, Anytime Chris. I can return the favour. You know, uh, you'll have to do one of these. You can fit one of these in before kickoff. I did do one. I did do a prediction for who's going to finish where, I think. I just wasn't invited on, I don't Or was I on? Oh, <laughs> no, I think I did. I think I did it on my Billy. I did it on my own. Ah, right, right. Billy, no, mate. So, oh, mate yeah. On, you know what you're doing. But no, hey, look after yourself. All the best to Kate as well. Go and check on your neighbour. Make sure she's all right. And <laughs> twitch those neck curtains, mate. Take care. <laughs> Cheers. Take care. Cheers, Thank Chris. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks to Dan. Uh, it's always, always great to have him on. Um, uh, we do we do, we do, do have a laugh with Dan. Um, 
Thanks for watching. I'm going to have to shoot because I've got another show to go and get ready for now. Do me makeup, get ready. And don't forget, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, <laughs> Kate's just adding there, uh, it's not, so what? It's, it is to be missed. Oh, well. Better get your meat sandwiches sorted out there, uh, <laughs> Dan, I'll tell you. Thanks for joining us, Kate, as always. Thanks to Scott for... Um, popping in and moderating as he says there please please do subscribe we are just over the 900 it's free to subscribe get over to youtube less little like itv we need to get to the thousand really just to help the, the the channel and the group out tomorrow night like i say seven o'clock we're here with the preview of the wolves game and then at 8 30 we will be me and jack from match day vlogs will be looking at Yannick Vestergaard. And what uh, is he all that? We'll find out tomorrow. Thanks for watching, guys. Bit of fun. It's been, uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Take care. See you Hello, soon. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.